You're listening to Mitnick's Monthly Brushstrokes, a podcast on the art of outsmarting, the fun part that sets you apart. I'm Keith Mitnick, author of Don't Eat the Bruises, How to Foil Their Plans to Spoil Your Case. For more information, please visit keithmitnick.com. All right, in this next podcast, we left off with me talking about where's the best place to cross-examine the defense expert, and we talked about how to do it in voir dire or jury selection in opening statement to get out ahead of it. And now I want to talk to you about the actual cross and what I will call the sensible sequence of events cross-examination. And by that, I mean the situation where your client for years beforehand, either their whole life or say five, 10 years, an extended period of time, had absolutely no problems in the area that they were injured in in the crash. For example, they had no neck pain for 10 years beforehand, no treatment, nothing. Then they were in the crash in the typical situation where the doctor the defense hired says they had a sprain strain in the crash, but they would have expected it to have gotten better and gone away in about six weeks. And therefore, everything, they say all the treatment in between, the inexpensive stuff, by the way, is all related to the crash. But everything after six weeks when the surgeries and injections and the big stuff happens is not related. And by the way, it's not a permanent injury. It was just a sprain strain you should have healed up from. That's the sensible sequence of events that I'm talking about. Here's how that cross-examination goes. Now, Dr. Jones, let me see if I got that right. You admit my client had no problems in the 10 years before this crash in their neck, right? Well, none that we know of. Well, sir, these folks you know, you got that big box of records you were parading around in front of the jury to show how much you looked at. There's not a shred of paper in there suggesting my client had any neck problem before this crash for 10 solid years. Am I right? Yes. Okay. So let's be clear. And then I march it off. I go to the far side of the courtroom and start walking my 10 years off. And during that 10 years, there are no recorded complaints of pain, correct? There is no injections, correct? There is no physical therapy or chiropractors, correct? And there sure is no repeated visits to doctors, no. And there was no surgery, No. All right. And then on December 25th, 2017, my client was in a crash, correct? Yes. The defendant was driving and rear-ended. Yes. You admit that in that crash, my client was hurt. She sustained an injury. You say it was just a sprained strain, but even you admit that crash hurt her neck. Well, sprained strain. I said, I said that, sir. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but whatever label you want to attach to it, that crash caused an injury and caused her to have pain in her neck that moment. Yes. And for the next six weeks, my client went to the emergency room, then went to the chiropractor, then went to a physical therapist, and then got an MRI when she got sent to a neurosurgeon. And you agree every bit of that treatment was because of the injury she sustained in that crash caused by the defendant, right? Well, a sprain strain? Yes, sir, a sprain strain. That's your story. Yeah, yes. And then you would have this jury believe, am I correct, 
that she went to bed about six weeks out one night with pain in her neck from the injury sustained in the crash caused by the defendant and woke up the next morning with the identical pain. But now that pain had absolutely nothing to do with the crash. The crash was all just a big coincidence. Is that what you're telling this jury? Now, I will tell you, he is checkmated because there is no good answer to that question. He will waffle. He will hem. He will haw. He will duck. He will weave. I did it in a case one time with an old judge who I loved. He's now retired, and I hate he's retired. Judge Dickey. And old Judge Dickey, the other side, said, Objection, Your Honor. He's badgering the witness. That's been asking answered many times. And old Judge Dickey says, Well, I'll agree it's been asked a bunch, but it sure ain't been answered. And all the jurors started laughing, and I knew it was over. Because there wasn't any good way out. So, if you start in Vordire with the principles of what to look for if they're being evasive or answering straight or they're arguing for one side or they're letting the chips fall where they may, are they a reliable educator or are they a paid persuader with an agenda? And you get all the basic principles without applying them to any individual in voir dire. Then you move into opening and you alert the jury to Dr. Jones is coming. And then you deliver a cross like that, and you can bet that expert isn't going to be a problem for you when the jury starts to deliberate. Thank you. For more information, please visit keithbetnick.com.